0: Hello and welcome to the Truck & Driver podcast, brought to you live from uh, a hotel in Blackburn and an industrial estate somewhere in Exeter. I'm Dougie Rankin and I'm joined tonight by... Christopher Madison,
1: live from the wonderful uh, industrial estate, as mentioned. Just landed, nowhere to park on Exeter services, so I've had to come and find somewhere rather less salubrious in Exeter.
0: Great. So that, that these services are jam packed, go out, no space
1: in it. Yep, absolutely. And it's a really funny layout. So, you know, once you're in and you're going round, you can't get back round, you have to go back up to main roundabout, etc. etc. And hour over time anyway. I'd run out of time on a ten as I went in. So by the time I've done prattling about in there and I find somewhere to stop and then find this damned industrial estate, I'm uh, about a quarter of an hour over, so yay, print out time. You're pretty shit.
0: It not like What happened? Bloody road closure. Just
1: the usual nonsense Forty two was shut. Seven to five. So we all had to bang off onto M six north up to five and then join at one and come all the way down five, which wasted the half an hour that I would have had down here to get where I needed to be tonight, which is Torbay, P- uh, Paynton. So I'd have been, I'd have been at customers' premises to tip it morning tonight, otherwise. But it's where we are. A fair day, like mm-hmm. I had a to tour around Peak District this morning in uh, Manchester and then back and did uh, some plants into Brough this afternoon and then got this lot thrown on for about three o'clock and got down here. So, yay, foot down Friday. <laughs> well,
0: it, it will be you got another 10
1: left. Um, yeah, I, I'm not at liberty to say at this point, Your Honor. <laughs> a special dispensation granted from the United Nations, maybe I don't know. Anyway, we'll see. I should, I should get home on sort of six and a half, seven tomorrow, but it's Friday and it's, so uh, it will be uh, various caravans upside down and stuff like that, so.
0: Yeah, it's getting close to that, it's, it's been warm last week, I'm down in England last week, I was in Bath yesterday, um, and I'm up in Blackburn today, <laughs> Not um, much difference. And, no, just a, just a tad, a proper like... Um, Weird hotel I was in at Bathampton. It was at the it was the main building was really posh, but like some of the rooms, it's like an American motel, like two stories set back yeah. from the set back from the building, and there was like a big river, the River Avon, right beside it. It was quite nice and peaceful and everything like that until somebody got up at five o'clock in the morning, uh, coughing like really really loudly. But thankfully, he went away all right both mornings. And somebody somebody phoned me at half two this morning as well. Uh, somebody who I think has got a bit of a drink problem to be honest <laughs> phoned me and I was like, oh. I was like I'm obviously not going to answer that at that time in the morning but I forgot to put my phone on um, do not disturb which was stupid of me and I was like, mm, I don't know what to do about that really it's not a lorry driver so you know I'm like mm, I was like you I probably stop phoning me at half past two in the morning and then not remembering you've done it the next mm. day. <laughs> I've, got
1: a, I've got a friend from uh, Agricultural College that does that frequently on a weekend. <laughs> and I never answer because I'm in bed, because I'm not one of these nights. I'll shock him, I'll be up and I'll answer it. I think I were up about four years ago when he did it. I uh, watching. Um, I think I was watching Led Zepp on uh, Sky Arts or something when he rang When I was yes, he was like, <laughs> Yeah, he likes to ring me for a a chin-wag when I'm asleep, which uh, is a bit one-sided, but anyway,
0: there you are. Speaking of do not disturb things, my phone's just pinged and I've got an Instagram model wants to send me a message. Go away. How timely. What could it possibly be about? Oh, she says hi. Yeah, Go away.
1: I got a funny uh, WhatsApp message. First weird message I've ever had on WhatsApp. It was like Chinese writing and then underneath an English version with a picture of this Chinese bird saying, I have tickets. Would you like to see rugby sometime? <laughs> so I don't know what to make of that. because uh,
0: hmm. um, What well, rugby's on at the moment, like you know, you need to make a decision on that.
1: Yeah, well it depends. I <laughs> am gonna I am gonna, you know, message you back and say if it's um if you've got six nations tickets that are out for next year, let me uh, you know, let me have think about this. But um I thought I would just better delete it, because it's probably mental, so I have deleted it. But I, I don't get any of this. You know, people say, uh, if you'll get a friend request from me, don't open it, because I've been hacked.
0: Like, yeah, well, I've never been I've never hacked, been hacked anything, either, but
1: I get plenty of <laughs> spurious, pretend, friendly things, you know, asking me to be friends, and I think, huh. and, then I, and then I think, whilst pissed, uh, uh, did I delete you, or or did you delete me because of what I sent you when I was pissed? So, I'll scurry in and have a look and think, no, no, they're still there. So being an adventurous sort, I always click on invitation and have a look. And it's usually a fairly good picture of said friend. And then um, it's a bit sparse on the interests, you know, so you think, oh, yeah, grand job. Mm. I don't know what the upshot or the aim of that is.
0: I don't know. I've never been hacked. I don't understand. I don't change your password,
1: Mm. but I don't see what they're after or what they could possibly gain from pretending to be me because all you get when you're me is ignored generally by normal people and watched and sent to the facebook jail so crack on if you want to make facebook think that you're me uh, you might get me behavior ratings back up you know even if you are a swindler
0: have a, a complaint and it's very relevant to lorry drivers and everyone it does no. Season we are now pulled out clear of the pandemic life's getting back to normal and getting better and things the supermarkets have now taken it upon themselves to not allow you to sit in your cab at the rdc's anymore but wanting you to go and sit in your stinking waiting rooms and be tired and stressed as a result again that's tesco back at it again in iceland and things five hours to get tipped and you are not allowed to sit in your truck cab anymore why have they done that? There will have been no incidents at all at any time. Yeah. And it's really cynical. I'm going to kick off about Good it. Um, I'm going to get some, I'm going to get some memes made up about them making lorry drivers tired and stressed and everything. because After all the shit we had to go through and put up with, with COVID and everything like that, it, the one de- decent thing was that you would at least get to sit in your truck cab. And now they're taking that away again at the first opportunity for no reason other than just to be like sniding and yeah. um, controlling twats. Yeah. You know, there's no need for a Tesco or any of the rest of you for doing that. Let drivers sit in the cabin, be comfortable and safe and rested instead of sitting in a bloody stinking hot waiting room and those uncomfortable bench seats, you bunch of twats.
1: I'll second you know, that, yes. I, I never thought we'd be allowed to say twats on here. So, uh, <clears throat> you
0: bunch of twats. I thought it was, I used to think it was a variation on twit when I was growing up because I used to read it in Viz and I just started like picking things up for that. So I would. My mother heard me using it one day, and she was like, quite shocked, and you know, well, shouted at me. where did you hear that? And I was like, I heard it in the Viz, Viz annual, which you bought me for my eleventh birthday.
1: Yeah, yeah, mother,
0: that was a that was a mistake. Yeah. Have, eh? you ever,
1: have you ever sat down and looked at Viz, mummy dear? It's not, it's not the dandy. And don't <laughs> be fooled.
0: She didn't. Uh, really, she she couldn't understand why. <laughs> like I was in yeah. laughter in hysterics, like tears running down my eyes, and she's like, what's in that Let me see that book. And she's like, oh man, it's got like rude kid in it yeah. and everything like that. Yeah. Proper, like, classic 19, uh, late 80s vis. And I, yeah, Finbar, yeah, Finbar, Saunders, Saunders, and he's Saunders, listed, uh, and Mr. Gimlet and his enormous chopper, he's going to go and put it, put it in Finbar's mother's box and all this uh,
1: kind of stuff. I still and subscribe I like, to Bigger Machine. my shit.
0: It ruined me. I probably would have gone to uni. I would have probably gone and got a degree and become something really worthy if I hadn't been ruined by getting a vis annual when I was alive. Well, this
1: year's um, annual, you know, Dandy and Bino and that used to do the annual at Christmas, didn't they? Well, uh, Viz annual mm. for this year is called the copper's torch. <laughs> you, you know what that means, don't you? Even up there, it must mean the same thing as it means down here.
0: Mm. Oh, it's always got a good, it's always got a good, yeah. tip and everything like that. And it's, you know, a, it's a good, like, you know, it's the
1: wizards, it's a good inch and a yeah. half thick. There's plenty, you know, there's plenty in that annual. It's a good do. it's not uh, it's not 50 pages of shite like the beano has become. It's a proper big tome. Yeah. It's good, Aye. Yeah. right.
0: I've, I've got a vis annual every year since then for the last 31 yeah. years. I've got a vis annual at Christmas, <laughs> long may. I
1: mean, uh, you know, grand. I subscribed, you see, so I, I get this crap. Through yeah, the man. door regularly, so <laughs> and it it lies around. I think I should probably move that because kids will read it, but they don't. I just think that, <laughs> I've got odd kids, they don't like comics for some reason, so they've never picked it up.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, you, you, your little man might, um, you, your boy might pick it up. I think it's got a boy's thing, yes. Yeah. So I, I suspect you know, he might take an interest I... in it in years to, a few years to come.
1: Yeah, it'll soon. Uh, soon loses his golden boy status at infants. Won't he? <laughs> Are you all right this morning, Joe? Fuck you. What? <laughs> it's, uh, it's in his comic, miss. Uh, mm, as long as he don't wait till he's in year five for that, because it'll be his mother that's the teacher that year, and she'll batter him. So,
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Imagine being taught by your own mother. That's going to be great fun, isn't it? Yeah. Ah, bless him.
0: Well, some kids are homeschooled these days, but I suppose you're just at home and you're not in a class for like yeah. kids as well, you know. It's like, he's
1: really good you know, at school; he's, he's fantastic, and he calls a Missus Madison at school and stuff. He, uh, he you know he follows the party line on, on all that. Uh, he's a grand lad. Wow. People have said, lots of people, in fact, have said. Even people I used to consider friends have said, "He can't be yours." Thanks, everybody. Yeah, I appreciate <laughs> that. He is he's got a double crown like I used to have when I had a hair and you know there are other physical attributes that the boy has he's definitely mine what happened from conception to birth to make him nice I don't know but something did so uh, perhaps his mother's DNA lurks deeply within rather than on surface where you can see it but he's he's lovely he um, it brings me to tears at least once a week that lad just by being nice I just I look at him and I could just eat him. He's great. I've no doubt that he'll ruin all that when he's 13 and, and become a complete little oh, terrorist. Like anyway. He's got
0: spouting him and become a hulking, suddenly miserable Randy teenager, Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> I mean, I enjoyed it. I would, you know, I'd hate to stop him doing that because I enjoyed being hulking and Randy, but um, those days are now past. <laughs> I'm just hulking and... Um, Not necessarily muscular either, just hulking. Well, I'm not green either.
0: How's he? Because I remember we spoke a few months back about you. You were um, cracking on me, your diet, your healthy eating things, and that. About your one vice was, I think you were sticking with the beer, but the rest of it, you were. How's how's eating going? Because we haven't mentioned that. It's going
1: pretty well. I mean, it it's all good because of this job. Um, But Mm, this fridge at the minute has got a bloody enormous Tupperware box full of salad um, there's all sorts in there bloody tomatoes grapes weird lettuce pea shoots all sorts of stuff and, and what I've got in here is another smaller Tupperware box I'm big on my Tupperware yay and I
0: yeah. get a massive
1: handful of crap out of that big box you know rabbit food throw it in the small mm. box and then I'll take chicken breasts out of another box smash those about a bit chuck them in and then scoff that and um, I'm trying to stick to that cannot get past the bacon butty thing on the morning. I can't, and I don't want to, really, but um, I am endeavouring not to eat roadside shizzle. Now, when I went lunatic weight loss man in 2012, I threw four stone off between August and Christmas. Um, we're not getting anything mm. like that. I might be doing about half a pound a week or something, but um, I'm, not, I'm not driving myself mental with it. I'm just trying not to die, so... Like um, mm-hmm. tonight I've had some Marks and Spencers Salady bloody box of chicken Thingamajig I don't know what it was It was just Caesar something Or the low fat Blah 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 However mm-hmm. Now we're safely parked up And in other seat And keys are out at ignition And I'm now in a house Not in a wagon I've discovered the joy Of red stripe again So that's what we're having For supper So I mm-hmm. I just like I like being 50 I think that's the main thing I'm quite comfortable with it. And my brother, who's nearly sixty, because he's unlucky like that, he um, he said to me, "Oh, everything changes at fifty. When you hit fifty, the whole bloody thing." Okay. So I thought, oh, "Well, we'll see what we." And fifty just came, and it was right. you fifty. I don't feel any different today. I was twenty-five. It's a, I really do. It's a number.
0: I think. Followed. I think the timelines for people. Timelines for people have, have totally changed. Yeah. Thirty years ago, guys that were forty years old yeah. were old guys. Mm-hmm. They had like brown cardigans and sensible shoes and things like that. And everything's changed yeah. now. Like a life, yeah. the way that things are, what people are buying, living, yeah. totally different ways these days. Never, I don't think it's just fifty. Isn't what it was ten, twenty no, years no, it's ago. Not. It's totally different. Neither, neither forty or anything like that either. It's well. funny.
1: Job, it's all upstairs, and it it's how you are. If you, mm-hmm. you know, you used to get, you know, you finish school in you know, 1968 or whatever, and you'd go to David Brown's and you'd, and you'd get an apprenticeship and you'd prat about at Brown's for 40 years and retire or whatever. But uh, everything's faster now. Everything's easier to get. You know, there's no job for life anymore. You don't, you know, become part of the machine anymore. You just, you do pretty much mm-hmm. what you want to do. And if you want to be fat, you're fat. And if you want to be thin, you, you run deranged marathons like my my missus and oh, you're as old as you think you are and if you mm-hmm. quite you know you were quite fond of being 30 you just carry on being 30. i have um i don't look any different i'm still the same great big lump of baldness yeah, i was at 30 and the only time i look it's any older is it's when i don't shave and i grow a santa beard so
0: mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, the only way, if you want to be, if you want to party like you're 20, 30 all the time, that oh, that doesn't work. That wears you down. You know, I didn't partying.
1: want to party when I was 30, though. Know, I, I never wanted to go out. I mean, I worked in a nightclub for long enough. Frontier at Batley it was a bloody big club. It used to be Batley Variety Club. You know, back in the day when my parents were all sort of young and whatever, you used to get Shirley Bassey here.
0: I'm getting and- he of um, like Phoenix Knights here.
1: Loads of famous, you know, really famous, big time acts, yeah. Tom Jones, Shirley Bassey, all that sort of stuff. And then it turned into just a, a, a nightclub through 80s and 90s and what have you, when we were all acid house freaks and stuff. We used to, you know, we're all acid yeah. house and that, but we still used to go to Frontier for this Formulaic bollocks down, down in Batley, but it were, I don't know, it just felt right somehow. But even then, on nights when I wasn't, you know, I wasn't working. We got to the Frontier, and, and by about half twelve, I'm thinking I could just do it with a kebab and going. home am to be right, but we've <laughs> tomorrow I was of this shite. yet yeah. but I don't like it. Oh, yeah. You know, it, it's not an age thing. I, no, no, no. I've not become a beardy weirdy, real ale fiend or white roebuck, but I I just prefer to be in a good pub. You know, if there's a band on in a pub and they've got some good ale on, and there's a fire on, and it's full of old farmers ex-young farmer, old farmers, my lot, or it's full of, you know, my kids' posse, if you want, old young farmers. I'd rather just be in there, you know, talking about forage, harvests, drinking mm. ale, having a pork pie. I can't be arsed with all that partying. I just can't. Which is mm. kind of why I was glad that COVID scuppered having a 50th set to, because I, I thought it's going to be big, it's going to be expensive, it's going to be messy. Most of the folk that are going to be there, in my mind, from college, are all still 20 but in, in reality they're all 44, 45 my lot so mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I've got three or four kids apiece and I'll be all, you know, on the phones checking home to see if babysitters are alive and the rest of it I thought you, you can't go on like it's 1996 because it's going to be embarrassing mm-hmm. so the only time that it's 1996 now is when I'm firing up M5 on my own and I've got Spotify on and I'm having some uh, scooter or whatever rubbish I'm listening to but it's it's my little world, it's in my head and I'm fine. And then I you know, I'll get out of services and go for a go for a coffee and, that. and I'll walk past the mirror and I think, oh my god, it's me dad. Oh, mm-hmm. it's me dad. I'm turning it into my father. Oh well, never mind then. It could be worse, could have turned into to your mother. Anyway, in case anybody's listening to this for the first time, this is a truck and driver podcast about trucks and things yeah hello and um
0: uh, how's the truck i tell you what is it what the hell's going on with the price of fuel because it was it, the wholesale price of oil has gone down mm. substantially the price of fuel came down a little bit and there was that five pence reduction which most of the petrol stations is bloody kept it. and it's going shot. i'm so oh, not down this sector. week petrol. what the hell my, What's, going on? what's your fuel cards like? Is it um, to, this? Cheapest yeah.
1: this week is Apple Green, which is 141 and pennies. Mm-hmm. Dearest is up your way that I've had for a year, Fleet Max. I've got key fuels and a Shell card from Fleet Max. And for the first 12 months I was on here for Stuart pulling these things about, I use Fleet Max exclusively because they were always cheapest by a mile. Uh, two or three months ago they stopped being the cheapest by a mile and I uh, went on with Apple Green. Apple Green and I don't get commission and I don't get a free hat or anything but, but I applied for an Apple Green card and there's no fees there's no card charges there's no you've not used us for a month so here's an eight quid bill there's none of that there's no fees at all you use a litre of diesel you get billed for a litre of diesel the end and i have to say that at the minute apple green are always cheapest sometimes by up to five or six pence a litre you know sometimes by a penny penny and a half whatever but if um if you're running a fleet with 50 in it and you're saving a penny and a half a litre across 50 then uh, do mm. the maths to me a penny and a half mm, makes sod all difference you know it's not Thousand litres a week, thousand pence. It's a tenner, great. But it's a tenner better in my pocket than in uh, C H Jones's pocket or whoever else. So
0: that's interesting. that's interesting. Apple green. There you go. Anybody that's listening into this, there's some uh, there's some valuable uh, truck owner driver insights. there into the cheapest fuel card about at the moment, which in Chris's point of view seems to be apple green. Anytime that I've been driving the last couple of times, I've been gas. I've been asked to use BP cards constantly. Um, that was the ones that the, the guys I was driving for was wanting, wanting us to yeah. use um, but um, specifically was, can you please use BP and they gave us a, like a, a key fuels and a, a shell yeah. as well but there's BP everywhere so I had no no requirement to use any of the other ones there so it's uh, yeah, no that's interesting because Apple Green they've got a lot of services in Ireland traditionally yeah it's only, an Irish firm. Yeah, but they've got an office in
1: Leeds mm-hmm. um, and now all welcome breaks are um, Apple Green and Leicester Forest came on stream as an apple green last week, and they dotted about. There's you know there's one or two up and down A1 like Baldock, I think, and there's that one at Newark up southbound. Mm-hmm. If you plan, you can you know you can use them. Um, mm-hmm. It's not the sort of thing you're going to stumble upon when you just you know driving around working or whatever. But um, if you plan a bit, you can uh, find them. And uh, when this insane fuel price thing really got rolling and we were jumping up from a pound to a pound 10 to this and that and to the they were ridiculously cheap compared to the rest of them i mean ridiculously it peaked at 151 on my key yeah. fuels account in that first week when it all went mental and apple green i think were about 139 at that point it was that much difference i've yeah. used them since maybe christmas and I've nothing to report. No problem. You know, the invoice, exactly what they're supposed to invoice. It's minimum fuss. They don't ring you on a Friday and pest you about why you've not been using it. I get a lot of that from fuel cart companies, and I am rude. I don't want to be rung up by someone called Darren, who's my... Oh, I'm I'm now your account manager, blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking, what happened to the last bugger that's been there a month? Has he shot himself, or have you sacked him? And, you know, one before that and one before that. I don't want pestering. The reason I've not used you is because you're not cheap. and They always have to ring you up and go, um, I'm just wondering if everything's all all right with the account. You've not used your card. Is there a problem? Yeah, you're bloody con merchants. <laughs> oh, well, um, it's the market. The market's moved upwards. Yeah, yeah. right. Well, um, bring me back when you can talk sense and then, Usually within 24 hours, you'll get an email because I don't ring you back because I don't want any more payment. We'll send you a little cheeky email saying, oh, um, there's been some downward movement in the crude price and we've managed to... Oh, have you? Um, Smart diesel, historically, used to be buggers for this, right? When smart diesel Mm. appeared on the scene about 10, 15 years ago, it was smart diesel, one price for all. You know, like, boom, boom. The lowest price we can manage for everybody. Blah, blah, blah. Right. So she'd ring me on a Friday and go, it's 88.2 or whatever. Right. And then on Monday morning, Paul Dunn, my best mate, would ring me because he was working for his father-in-law at the time and they were running two or three wagons. And he'd go, what's your smart price next week? And I'd go, 88.11. And he'd go, buggers. Why? 91.65. So, is it all right if I ring him? He'd say, so he'd ring him back and he'd go, can you just tell me, Mrs. One Price Fits All, why my mate so-and-so is paying this and we're paying that. Um, um, ooh, well, uh, mm, ah, must be an admin error, must that, we'll have to uh, have a look at that. And then, hey presto, he pays the same price as us. Unbelievable. They must think that we exist in a bubble and we don't talk, you know. All anybody talks about owner drivers and hauliers really is, how are you doing? How's Margaret? Oh, not so bad, thanks. How are you going on a this year? Maybe. We'll see. What's your best price this week? Bosh. And, you know, that's all anybody talks about is bloody fuel price. So for them to be that arrogant that they think that they're going to get away with it or that naive. Anyway, we can coming veer off on a tangent. Apple Green, I have to be honest, are... Fantastic, So give them a go. You have to lose, have you? It's just another bit of plastic. If it gets frosty, you can scrape your windscreens with it. But no charges is um, is always a good uh, always a good call. You think back to two years ago at this point, and I were paying 82. 82 pence a litre yeah. plus that, and I'm paying 141 this week. That's a leveller. I mean, it's, it's a leveller for me. We one. No. imagine it being a leveler for somebody with 100.
0: Oh, it's much like the price of, you know, stuff. It hasn't really hit the shops that badly yet, I don't think. I've been looking at the prices at a lot of regular things. uh, It's not really hammered a lot of things that badly yet. It's like the catapult's pulled back and getting ready to get twanged Mm -hmm. with a whole lot of this stuff. eh? If the government and authorities don't do what the... Don't get things organised with energy and everything during the summer months and everything like that across the board. Yeah. And, you know it's going to be it's going to be difficult and it's going to be their bloody fault. Well, I've noticed, but they don't care because you're all loaded.
1: You know they calculate inflation with a basket of goods, don't they? Like the same thing. Well, I mm. I kind of buy the same thing all the time. You know I go in corporate way on at Thursday and I'll get pretty much the same stuff week in week out, and I'll I'll will scream in there for a bottle of wine at way up and the bottle of that I generally buy has gone up 50 pence, just like that. It's it's 50 pence, so that's mm-hmm. gone up 10%. And I don't know about up your way, but co-ops down our way, they usually do three bottles of ale, you know, like Timothy Taylor's and Theakston's and mm-hmm. Doombar or whatever, those pint bottles, three for a fiver. Well, they're mm-hmm. three for five fifty, and everything's gone up. This Wrigley's Extra... Chewing gum that I buy these pots of, I get through dozens of these mm. pots a month. I'm a right chewing gum free. Then only three mm. quid for a pot of chewing gum now with sixty, you know, sixty tabs in. It really is going mental in shops. It you know, it is. I mean, you might still be going to Iceland or whatever you want about last week when we went on this, but in your normal average Joe kind of shop you know, non-discount, it is, it's getting serious and it's, it's going to get bloody serious because, like we mentioned last time, wheat and barley will be touching mm. £500 a ton by this time this year. If um,
0: well, That's a major thing with Ukraine because they produce so much of it and, you know, Putin's been yeah. uh, accused of weaponising world food supplies and all this sort of stuff uh, because of, they can't get the stuff out of Ukraine and a lot of countries that really depend on it, including... Some Arab states, including Qatar, sort of... um, these sort of pet dollar states, as well, so that's all quite complicated. Putin was saying, yeah. I mean, he's because of everything that's happened there, he's like said, oh, it's going to be a big mistake if Sweden and uh, Finland joined NATO. And you know, I'm not sure, you know, NATO would have a role in winding him up and everything. I don't think, and it's not a great organization, but it's like, oh, it's like, oh, yeah, it's a big mistake. What are it's like, what exactly are you going to do? And it's oh, it could be a serious, serious, um, issue. Sorry
1: about that noise. That was the uh, really unlikely noise. I've nice just opened a packet of quavers and that made a really funny noise. But anyway, there you go. Mm.
0: You can't. Really, well, I suppose you could suck quavers. I suppose, and you know, you can't eat quavers on a pod. You can't eat quavers on a podcast.
1: Well, can you hear that? Because I am doing.
0: <laughs> yeah, we can. We can hear that you're particularly quavers. <laughs> Look, it's been a long day.
1: I need my quavers.
0: Do you, want, do you want a recommendation for YouTube, everybody that's listening? I've got I've got something I've been binge-watching for the last couple of days. Um, oh no, it's it's a, it's a car thing. It's, if you look up neutral rock, it's a couple of guys from New York, uh, from Brooklyn, and they deal with cars and a lot of scrap, and they basically go and get all sorts of different cars and basically test them to destruction, like go and do burnouts in them or go and rev the engines up, and then they've been pouring, like, Um, marbles and uh, cement and um, uh, concrete and the engines and everything. They've been blowing them up and everything like that. But they talk to each, they shout at each other uh, in these really brash, loud New York accents. And it's hilarious. If you've watched it for like a few hours, it really starts to warp your mind in the way that you're thinking and everything. Because there's like 600 videos of it. And um, I've really, on my own YouTube channel, I really fancy going out and just doing a, a burnout in that old Astro I've got in the garage until it explodes. But look that up, everybody. That's my recommendation. You got Franklin County Trucking Company from me the other week. This week, I'm giving you neutral drop. I'll Check give you
1: that. I've um, I've YouTube.
0: Yeah, they've got a new album out. They've got a third album out now.
1: I've got plenty of their stuff now from YouTube. It's grand. It's grand.
0: Mm, I thought truck, truck Driving Bastard is still right. the, the number one, you know, the whole lot. But they've got a new album that just came out last week, Franklin County uh, Trucking Company, and it, it's, uh, it's bloody good as well. Three albums out now. Definitely fair check Grand. Out.
1: It'll say mm. on posters of their first tour, it'll say, bye, it fair grand, and it'll say underneath in uh, italics, Truck and
0: Driver. After ah. never come to the UK, I'm not, but one of my favourite bands has just got back together as well, which is Turnpike Troubadours from um, Oklahoma. Mm. Uh, really amazing Red Dirt Band. Actually, they've got a concert live in Colorado, I think, on Saturday, and you can stream it live uh, for like a, like a pay-per-view thing. And I'm going to do that. That's another one to check out. Turnpike Troubadours, mm. folks. Incredible.
1: I went to see Levelers on uh, Thursday night last week
0: you did, you were going to see the Levelers. of you. This was uh, and mm-hmm. this was on the calendar we, the last we weeks. actually went
1: on Thursday night and they were supported by the Bar Steward sons of Valdunican. And if you've not seen those boys, oh, you then. need to see those lads.
0: I haven't seen I've not I've seen neither them nor Va, nor the actual Valdunican. Are they a Valdunican tribute? No, are,
1: very they're very set of Barnsleyites of about indeterminate age now. I think they probably were 20 odd when they started, ten years since uh, do the maths, but they uh, wear Valdunican-esque uh, cardigans and wigs and stuff and just sing songs with their own uh, Barnsley lyrics, but they get about, they're all over country, this uh, mob.
0: we are talking like, the Ma- is this like a Mac lad yeah, sort of thing? Yeah,
1: probably. Yeah, it's a bit that way, but they're good. Yeah, they're actually talented, but pretty bloody funny as well. I mean, there's Lancashire Rockpots, there's these lads, there's, you know, Mac lads, blah, 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 but yeah, they're good. I don't generally bother with tribute bands and uh, support bands. If there's somebody on I want to see, I buy a ticket to go see them. I can't be arsed standing in O2 watching Bollocks for two hours, paying five quid for a pint of warm piss so we don't do support acts. But we did. We thought we'd pop along and it was grand night and then levelers do what the levelers do. And it was, uh, it was great to be there in a show full and a checky shirt and a Cone Valley Beagles hunt badge surrounded by tie-dye, whip it on a string types and hunt sabs and stuff. Yeah, we had a did lovely they play
0: beautiful days on Encore. Or did they start with it? Or did they play it at all? Oh, they,
1: oh, yeah, they did. They did all the usual shit. Oh, they were they two it
0: know? was supposed to be
1: the whole album it was 30th anniversary, wasn't it? But yeah, they, they just... played all sorts.
0: It's no, the no, like... album that was not on it. I that was like, much later. That was in like, ninety seven that song was it not I was it read really... on They
1: forgot what they were doing, I think because they just played everything and it was it was good. The Raj old boy with the long red dreads, he uh he looks like he ought to be in a care home now, but he still still manages to play his bass and jump up and down at the right times and I think, God you look frail but anyway, clearly not frail cause he did that for two hours and didn't die so we saw shed seven who tend to you know get ten thousand in Castlefield Bowl or peace or Halifax and stuff you yeah. um, know uh, we saw Rick Whitter and Paul banks from shed seven at this really weird spot for whatever reason, those two came out and did an acoustic tourette and and they did this place that I didn't know existed, which is a mile from our yard at Barnsley called the Birdwell Venue. And I thought, well, I'm going because this is going to be, it's going to be one of those. It's like when we saw Morrissey at bloody Halifax, Victoria. I don't know why Morrissey wanted to do Halifax, but he did and he came and it was, you know, musically great, Morrissey, politically no. crap. Okay. Um, so we went to this venue at Birdwell and it from outside it looks like a really shit snooker club, you know, like a red brick thing. You think, No, 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 it can't be here. And it you think it's not big enough, it's it's not gonna be here. And it is, and it's weird, it's like a TARDIS. You go in and you go through these doors, and it's like, Bosh, bloody big venue, like what unbelievable. And it was probably best. Gig we've been to in you know two or three years, it was brilliant. You know Rick Witter's a right swaggering little get for you know uh, a frontman, and he was on form. And Paul Banks is not one for big smiles, generally speaking, and he was uh, he was chatting. And that it was you know they were talking and plenty of banter. And that it was grand, you know, not to see a full O2 arena spec gig. Mm-hmm it was good. You know, the kids were sort of behind stage. You could see the kids keep peeping out and all this and wives and stuff. It was a good night. And I I don't generally associate the words good night and Barnsley in the same sentence. But anyway, that was all right. I even forgot we were in Barnsley for a time. So that that was a bonus. Anyway, today, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Any other business? Yeah. Today, after months of failing dismally to get anybody to look even slightly interested in fitting the deep visor on this for me and wiring lights in, um, a chap called Scott Miller was a was a generally good egg that runs a couple of Renners, a T high and a normal T. He, um, he used to be on Cobble fret with us. He put me onto his secret weapon fitter chap, and I'm not going to tell you his name because. No. No, 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 no. A good sparky and keen uh, visor fitting agent is uh, is more precious than gold. Anyway, he's going to come up fourth on uh, Jubilee waste of a weekend, weekend, and he's going to fit the deep visor and do all the bits and bobs that I've been struggling to get done because uh, my fitter, Ash, mm-hmm. is busy doing proper stuff, i.e., Important greasy things that make wagons work, rather than dickheads with visors. So that's fair, fair enough. Ash is a proper man, and Ash has not got time for dicking about with idiots that want to put stupid visors on wagons. So you know, um, he's now free to go about his business. So he's going to come and do me a six week tomorrow. I think he's sighing a sigh of relief that I've stopped whittering about visors. So we should. In theory, I have this big stupid visor on before we go to Whitchurch, this ultimate truck's job. I don't know about marker lights on the roof and cornered dirt deflectors and the rest of it, but anyway, we'll see uh, We'll see what we can get it's done. Because most of that stuff I bought from Holland I've got rid of because I didn't think in the cold light of day fitting it was a good move, i.e. strands, mm-hmm. spotlights up there and uh, Dutch headboards and that because... As you know, I spend a lot of time smashing up and down farm lanes, and I thought mm. that classic spec Dutch headboard is going to be smashed to smithereens in about eleven hours after we set off from uh, from Alden. So, yeah, I-, I want one of those uh, flush fitting slimline things, you know, nameboards. But then again, I keep reading that they will last about eighteen months, and then half of it goes out. So I don't know what we're going to do with that one. Um,
0: I don't know. No, well, I've seen them. I, I know, I know the ones you mean. I've seen them. I don't them
1: specifically for that, but I, I can. Some of the bulbs go inside them, and you can't. Like, yeah, they're not what is that sealed? Yeah, they're not bulbs, are they? They're like, oh. like modular units, but you can't get yeah. in to change out. So I think you know, once they're knackered, they're knackered.
0: Oh, well, that's not bloody good. How well that. they? I, I
1: think there's probably going to be two sorts. I think there? there's going to be A and B, and you know, the A ones will be crap, and the B ones will be all right. It's like.
0: Uh,
1: you know, where you buy your LED bulbs and stuff, you know, for your side light markers on eBay or you buy them from
0: mm-hmm.
1: a chap that used to do them before he went to work for truck fix light bars or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. I've forgotten his name. Anyway, he, uh, he used to supply some bloody belting LEDs and I, uh, mm-hmm. I bought some since elsewhere and they've been shocking, but anyway, um, I've, um, I've recently found a new supplier for LEDs on, uh, online. Somebody put me in touch with him and uh, the LED bulbs I've had so far have been absolutely bob on, and they're um, they're not dear. So all double burners and, and bits and pieces on here have got orange bulbs in it as well. So they're as bright as. And um, I'm not doing him a, a really good service here by uh, recommending him because I can't remember his damn name. Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway... Person that supplies me my orange bulbs, you know who you are. Well done. And if I remember next week, I'll, uh, I'll mention you, but I can't. So, sorry. In fact, I can't remember. Two out of the four kids, I can't remember their middle names. Yeah. Oh, well, but I can remember what I was doing in 1981, which uh, is a bit of a worry, isn't it? That's what they say you start with, isn't it? That you, can, uh, aye. you can remember your ninth birthday, but you can't remember where you
0: put your car keys. I can recite you the scripts of, you know, uh, episodes of the Dukes of Hazard and things that I watched when I was, like, eight, and, you know, I can't, can't, like, remember, you know, what I was doing two days ago. It's strange how the brain works. So... I'm
1: going to get to bed because it's about midnight, is it?
0: You can nod off. Hopefully Exeter is not a crime hotspot or anything like that. I think it's unlikely that it would be. Um, Yeah, well,
1: in the hour I've been here, apart from me and this foreign dude behind me on this ski slope, I've seen some chaps in high-vis on push bikes going home from whatever it is they're doing in that building over there. I've not Mm -hmm. seen any uh, Mm -hmm. shifty, high-sided transit types driving around with siphon pipes and stuff, so... Uh, perhaps I've seen my Leeds United scarf and i have thought we better not tangle with him because he's Leeds 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 or, um, oh speaking of uh, all things Leeds do you know uh, how Burnley match went tonight because that's quite important
0: Burnley drew so oh, Everton kidding. Uh, Everton are Everton are safe and Leeds and Burnley are on the same amount oh. of points but Leeds have a worst goal difference in the last day Villa by 20 one yeah,
1: one. Villa did that on purpose bastards. How could Villa not beat Burnley? Because when I last looked yeah, at 60 I... Minutes, it was one-all and it was only one-all because they'd had a penalty. Bloody Burnley had had a penalty at 45 or something similar. I expected, because I turned it off, I thought, I can't, I can't be lost and struggling to park and keeping an eye on that shite, so I turned it off and i have forgotten about it because we have been doing this. It finished 1-1. Yeah, so it <sighs>
0: finished 1-1, yes. Yeah. Crack. Cracked.
1: Right, marvellous. So you know it goes to the last day. Fan, bloody tastic. Well, we, I don't think, I don't think we've got a hope in hell against Brentford
0: unless Brentford. I've waited Brentford to beat Everton and Burnley. have got Newcastle. Burnley, Newcastle. All right, okay. Yeah. So, um, uh, debate, over tricky. Whenever you've got, you've got, you've got to, um, you've got to win, or if you draw, you've got to hope that Burnley get beaten. I will. Um... Point. We have anyway okay, because if- poor old the poor old Rangers Hello. lost the Scottish Cup uh, the European. Europa League final and penalties are night because well my team Hearts are now playing them in the Scottish Cup final on yeah. Saturday and I've got to hope that they'll just well I think Rangers will come flying out the traps at that they're a good team yeah, this year yeah, Hearts, are massive, Hearts are massive underdogs if they win it it's tremendous but I don't know how heartbroken or run down they'll be from that at the weekend or if, if it's yeah. going to it'll go their two ways it'll, it'll either motivate them and drive them on or it'll have had an adverse effect it's probably not going to have had an adverse effect and Hearts won't get lucky out I don't think Did they play in Spurs? shall see we shall catch up next week and find out if you know, hearts have won the cup or burnt, uh, Leeds have stayed up. Well, probably neither.
1: <laughs> I'm going to be, um, I'm going to be magnanimous, whichever, because I think, I honestly think the football's better in Championship than it is in Premiership anyway, in terms of yeah, Premier League, Premier League 20,000 season ticket holders at Leeds probably won't be there next year because they only appeared when they went into Premiership anyway. You can't get tickets. I mean, I pay 80 quid a year to be a member, but I can't get more than one ticket anyway. And who wants one ticket? You're going to go, sit, you know, yeah. sit on your own, and cop, you know, brilliant. Um, and you can't get tickets anyway unless you don't work, unless you stay at home and sit with your finger over your mouse. Um, so, I think really, the parachute payment might be welcome um, and we might we might regroup it's just you know the old adage that if you go down you keep going down don't you? you drop through leagues and you just have a
0: you can do but then again there's a fair old amount of there's a proper bit of yo-yoing going on because that's Bournemouth and Fulham come back up again and Watford and Norwich are going down again and they'll probably come back yeah, up again yeah but we again, don't have and, any you know, like,
1: if, we don't have a squad not we don't down yet, anyway. squad, do won't do it a- at all We haven't had a squad, we've had a team this year. That's the problem. We've got just enough for a team. And, Mm. you know, we haven't had a striker. And what did they do? You know, what did Rads do in January? Sign nothing Mm. apart from a cheque to pay for his, you know, double glazing. We signed nobody. And Bielsa, bless him, he turned some fairly mediocre championship players Into Premiership players by beasting them, he knackered them, you know, murder ball in training. You've heard about all that. He just ran them to death. He made them fit. He made them keen. But we were one-dimensional, and everybody else figured out Beales's game plan and blah blah blah. And then you know, the injuries have been horrendous this year. And then they scapegoated him, and they brought in this bloody American. And some of the things he says, I just think, you know, your team talks must be epic. What are you on? But half the you know, supporters are like, oh, give him a chance. Another half will, like shoot him. So I wouldn't want to be him. I wouldn't want to be in his position. He's taking a hell of a job on to try and turn it around. But he's not got the tools in his box. And he's going to have no tools at all next year. Because if we go down, well, um, Calvin Phillips will be on his way, obviously. He's only got one career and he's going to have to get on with it. Bless him. As long as you do not go to Man U, that'll be all right. Because, oof, you don't do right. yeah, you don't do a Cantonite. You don't go and uh, play for scum. You don't. Nope. No, anybody else? I mean, ironically, Villa, who seem to have let uh, Burnley off the hook on purpose tonight to make sure Leeds go down, have got a vested interest because he is reported to be heading to Villa if we go down. Mm-hmm. And oh, look. By not doing anything in the second half at all, there's a reasonable chance to have helped that happen. Um, Yay. It's not a good time to be a Leeds fan. But then, since I was born in 72, when we won FA Cup, has it it been a good time to be a Leeds fan? Really. I don't know.
0: I don't know. Anyway. Um... Although we can check in next week and hopefully, you know it might have gone all right one way or the
1: other Aye, it's gonna be horrible. But there we are. I'll just put my head up my ass at the weekend and make sure I'm busy so I don't know till it's over. I don't do stress, I'm like an expected father. So I'll be busy. I'll be Mm -hmm. digging a hole or building a bit of stone wall or hiding under stairs or something. I don't know. Anyhow, I bid you farewell, sir
0: good night sir and good night take I will. care everybody whatever you're doing and everyone I will email you, know, you some pages out. of, of drivel thank you I so promise. much that's very kind yeah cool take care doodles bye bye thanks for listening to the truck and driver podcast please subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode to keep up to date with the latest news 100% for drivers visit truckanddriver.co.uk where you can also subscribe to the print edition of Truck & Driver magazine, which publishes on the last Friday of every month. The Truck & Driver podcast is produced by Sound Rebel. To find out more, please visit soundrebel.co.uk.